honestly, I didn't watch the BET Awards. I didn't watch a single second of the live broadcast of the BET Awards. But DJ, this is Black Equity. How could you not watch BET Awards? BET is not owned by black folk. (laughs) I figured since it was owned by Viacom, it just didn't really matter. But boy, was I wrong. Because when the BET Awards came, even though I wasn't watching, I felt the culture shift. So I admit it, I didn't watch a BET Awards. I'm just tired of the political games. I know it's owned by Viacom. I know Viacom owns MTV Awards and owns MTV and BET and VH1. I know the games that they're playing. They stripped away Jason Mitchell's awards because of whatever happened with Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe was sitting in the crowd at the BET Awards. Everybody's pretending like nothing is happening. There's this uh, click of Hollywood insiders who all follow each other and look out for each other. Lena Waif is taking shots at Denzel Washington and Will Smith, and everybody's just sitting back pretending like it's not happening. There's literally a gender war going on within the black community. Nobody is saying anything. There's people on Twitter that are taking shots left and right uh, during the BET Awards. That's just happening. I mean, the whole game is in disarray. The whole game is it's just backwards. And so I decided during the BET Awards to push myself from the table and just go do something else. Go do something else that I enjoy. And so I let everybody have it. I muted Cardi B. I went on Twitter and I muted Cardi B. I muted BET Awards. I muted every single thing that could possibly be part of the the BET Awards. I muted it all. And yet, (laughs) I still felt the culture shift. I still felt The tide's turning. The very thing that we've been talking about here on Black Equity, the thing that everybody's going to be posting, all the podcasts are going to be talking about this topic. So by the time you heard this, if this wasn't the first place you went to, you've heard it 10 times before. But it has to be discussed. Tyler Perry stood in front of the crowd and said this. embodies what the African-American dream truly is. You, sir, are an icon living. I am deeply, deeply honored to present the 2019 BET Ultimate Icon Award to my dear, dear friend, Mr. Tyler Perry. Special thanks to BET, my new family. I can't wait to get started over there with our new shows. <laughs> the key there is I want to take the time out to give a shout out to BET, my new family. 
this dude has signed a big deal with Viacom. It ain't BET that he's really talking about. He's really talking about Viacom to be able to put his uh, material on multiple channels and play the long game with the legacy is something you have to respect. Let's continue listening. Thank you so much for this. Scott and everybody over there, thank you so much to Viacom, Shari, who's here, Bob, everybody. Listen, from my heart, I want to say thank you. I couldn't help but think about my mother. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I couldn't help but think about my mother. I remember being a kid about five years old. She would take me into the projects with her when she played cards on Friday nights with a bunch of women. Now, these women didn't have more than a 12th grade education, but they were smart black women. They were powerful black women. They had great stories to tell. And I was a five-year-old kid sitting there on the floor playing with my Matchbox cars, listening to them talk about their men, their relationships, and their pains. And when one of them would get really sad, another woman would come in and make a joke, and they'd always start laughing. I didn't know I was in a master class for my life. I would get home, and my father would be beating my mother and doing all kinds of things and saying all kinds of stuff to her, and he would leave the room, and I'd walk in, and I'd imitate one of those women, and she would start laughing. There was a power in that that I didn't really get until I got older. I remember being about 11, 12 years old on my way to my new school and I got to this uh, intersection. I had to walk past pimps, prostitutes, walk through, literally walk through a graveyard, get to this intersection, six lane intersection. And there was a man standing there saying, will someone help me cross? Will, so will somebody help me cross? I want to take a, a moment here to all the listeners who are listening in who I've reached out to, and I said, hey, we could work together. We can do really great things together. We could really do something. I have offered to help you cross. You've offered to help me cross, and I appreciate you. For those who never reached out, for those who have turned their back, they blocked me on Twitter. They said all this evil stuff about me. They, they make threads about me. I see you. And we know who you are. The whole Black Equity listeners know who you are. Someone helped me cross. And there were all these people that kept passing by him and passing by him. I said, I'll help you cross. So he told me he was going to my school and he was going to sell candy there. That's how he made his living. So I helped him cross the street to get there. We became good friends. His name was Mr. Butler. That moment reminded me of my mother bringing her out of, laugh out of pain into laughter to help her cross. My first 10 movies were all about her subconsciously, wanting her to know that she was worthy, wanting black women to know you're worthy, you're special, you're powerful, you're amazing. All of that was about helping across. When I started hiring people like Taraji and Viola Davis and Idris Elba, they couldn't get jobs in this town, but God blessed me to be in a position to be able to hire them. I was trying to help somebody cross. When I built my studio, I built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in Atlanta so the young black kids can see that a black man did that and they can do it too. I was trying to help somebody cross. The studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross. 
while everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white. I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because... The key is you gotta build your own stuff. You have to build your own thing. What is the company? What is the vision that you have? I'm telling you, the culture shifted on Sunday night. Because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BT. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank you. Why do I say that the culture shifted because of this conversation, because of this speech? Because there has been a lot of people still in the culture who have been blinded by uh, looking for opportunities that require them to be less than themselves. And all Tyler Perry is saying, whether you like him or not, whether you uh, find his work to be good or not, all you can really focus on is seeing the best in people. We learned that a few episodes back. And if we're looking at the best in people, we would have to see that Tyler Perry has built an empire. An empire that cannot be questioned. He now has a major multi-million dollar deal with Viacom. I mean, he has positioned himself to play this game for another 15, 20 years, if not longer. He may have built something that may be around for hundreds of years. Something that could be uh, surpass his lifetime. Yeah, that's called legacy. And so the culture shifted. The culture shifted not because Tyler Perry stood in front of a crowd and made subliminal shots at potential enemies that were in the crowd. Not because he made subliminal shots at the Oscars. Not because he made subliminal shots at all the people who've ever doubted him. Not because he gave shout out to his, his family growing up. Not because of any of that. The culture shifted on Sunday. The culture shifted on June 23rd. Because Tyler Perry said, focus on legacy. If you're not focused on legacy, you're doing it wrong. And so that means, here's the thing. If you focus on legacy, that means you're going to have to tell a lot of people no. You might have to tell your family no. You might have to tell your friends and your friends no. You might have to tell some of those people on Twitter no. You may have to say, no, you don't control me. You don't control my behavior. You don't control this. You don't tell me how to do that. I decide my own shit. I decide my own legacy. You don't decide my narrative. I decide my narrative because I own it. And if you can't walk into a room and say that, 
If you can't say I own my own stuff and you do not manipulate and control the way that I move, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's in face to face, whether it's this company, that company or the third, you must own your own stuff. You must have ownership. You know what you must have? In many ways, what Tyler Perry was trying to tell y'all, and you weren't paying attention. You weren't paying attention. This is what Tyler Perry was trying to say. It's real simple. He was trying to tell you, you must have black equity. And now the culture rests here on this podcast. And on all the other great podcasts that we've talked about and all the great podcasts to come, all the great YouTube channels, all the great people who are building their legacies and do not need other people to tell them how to behave. Don't need other people to tell them how to think. Don't need other people to tell them which way to go. The fake gatekeepers are gone. The gatekeepers are no more. It's a new day in the culture. It's a new day for all entrepreneurs, all creatives to own your own stuff, own your own assets, own a piece of the companies, own a piece of this, own a piece of that. And if you do not have that mindset, my friend, I don't know what to tell you because the greatest wisdom that was found during that speech was simply, I'm not trying to be an icon. I'm just trying to inspire you. I'm trying to get you to think beyond your current situation. And so my question to you, are you going to follow the crowd that's going this way? And they're going to tell you how to think, how to be, how to do this and how to do that. And they'll make this and they'll make this about you. They'll make blog posts. They'll say this about you. And they're going to talk all the mess they can about you. Is that where you want to go? Or do you want to go to the leading edge? The edge where you can have your own thought, your own creation and decide your own path. Which direction are you going to go in? If you want to learn more, if you want to hear more about what we're doing, sign up for the Black Equity Insider. The link is in our Black Equity Network Instagram. We just sent out a message uh, within the last 24 hours on Cam Newton and the situation that happened on the airplane. If you want to hear our take on that, you're going to have to sign up for the Insider. If you want to learn how to own your own stuff, You need to sign up for the insider. If you want to learn how to build your own empire, you need to sign up for the insider. You need to continue listening to your black equity podcast. Listen to the top 10 podcasts that we told you about last week. Continue building your own stuff and stop signing up for things that make you think what they want you to think. Stop being part of what what will make them more comfortable, and build your own. That's what Tyler Perry's telling you. And if anybody has a problem with that, I've set up a seat in front of my enemies. And right now, I'm sitting in it. 